following program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, I've heard you say many times that life is a series of choices. Choices. <laughs> and, and we do have choices, I mean, every day, all day, every day, even, even whether we wake up and uh, whether we, well, we wake up, but we, whether we get up out of the bed, whether we put our, mm-hmm. you know, our left foot or our right foot on the floor first or whatever, but there are, there's just choices all day long. What, would it, what about when mm-hmm. people, uh, people can choose to kind of give up on life? Mm-hmm. And uh, so tell us about uh, some of those choices and how crucial they can be. You know, I'm thinking about those who feel that life has no meaning. Um, I'm talking about a sense of meaningless, in other words, not meaningful, but meaningless life living. You just, it's life has no meaning. I have no sense of purpose. I feel insignificant Mm -hmm. and nothing really matters. Um, those, Those who live with no purpose come, um, come to the belief it's life is not worth living. I can't count on anything. Nothing is worthwhile. What's the point of it all? By the way, uh, there's a book of the Bible. You, you like trivia. Yes. So I'll give you what, what book of the Bible would say this? Meaningless, meaningless, utterly meaningless. Everything is meaningless. What does that sound like? That sounds like Ecclesiastes. You got it. From the wisest man ever to live, right? That's what God says. That's right. I mean, the the Bible is very clear um, that there would be no one wiser than who? Than Solomon. Solomon. Hmm. Um. There's King David, and he had a son, Solomon. And, by the way, um, okay, again, your choice for, and this is not, I I don't want to make it like this is trivial, but uh, what else? Okay, he wrote the book of Ecclesiastes. What other book? Uh, for sure, did he write and contribute to? The Song of Solomon, or Song of Songs. Mm-hmm. And? Parts of Proverbs. That's it, part of Proverbs. So here you have this book of the Bible, Proverbs. And I love Proverbs because I love, and the, and, and the theme of the book of Proverbs is what? Wisdom. That's right. You're 100%. All right. Okay. And really, but this is huge. I know people who read every single day because uh, there are 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs, and they've learned a technique if they want to be wise. In other words, wisdom comes from God. 
You can't be any wiser than to think like God thinks, to think how he would think. Well, um, the book of Proverbs, being 31 chapters, there are 31 days in a month of uh, for a number of the months. So what they do, and you know this actually, I'm not telling you anything, but... Um, I think it's great that people, I, I, many, many, many men I've talked to, this is a pattern. I know women who do this, where whatever the, the day of the week it would be, not that it's more the, the numerical day, they would look, they would uh, literally want to read uh, the book of the Bible, I mean, in, in the book of Proverbs, it would be, if it's the 10th of the month, if it's the first of the month, and we're, in fact, this, we know this would be perfect, because if it were December 1st, you would go to the first chapter of Proverbs, and you'd read that. Pray for wisdom, and it's it's marvelous when you see what God says about in the in the first chapter of Proverbs. Then for uh, December second, it would be the second chapter of Proverbs. So you read one chapter a day, and therefore, because December has thirty one days, the reason I know that is because my birthday is December thirty first. Right. So you would finish on December 31st and then you'd start over for January 1st and you'd again read the first chapter of the book of Proverbs for what we're talking about um, to, to gain wisdom and pray for wisdom just say Lord make me wise may I see life from your point of view so the point is don't don't settle for thinking that life is meaningless. It's meaningful. And you can see as you go along, and by the way, you could go on and read the book of Ecclesiastes because in his elder, elder years, that's what um, the book that, that he... June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart have an exciting new resource to encourage you and equip you to help others. It's called the Care and Counsel Library, and it's available at hopefortheheart.org ccl. The Care and Counsel Library has 50 topics in 10 volumes with clear answers from God's Word and practical solutions to real-life issues. It is the culmination of decades of ministry from the compassionate, relevant guidance of June Hunt. This library includes volumes such as grief and loss, abuse and trauma, depression and suicide, and more. These are excellent training tools for counselors, life coaches, or anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom to address the real issues of life. Learn more and get the Care and Counsel Library at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. 
Would you like to talk to June Hunt about a situation in your life? Consider having that conversation on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night and let June help you discover practical help that's grounded in God's truth. Your story will be heard on all of our radio affiliates. And of course, we protect your privacy by providing you with a different name. And as it happens often in our program, when you share your story, you might help someone else find biblical hope and practical help for their lives. It's ministry multiplied. For an opportunity to talk with June Hunt on Hope in the Night about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or some other concern in your life, call 800-917. That's 800-644-4817. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call tonight, 800-944-4817. You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver. We'll get to our caller in just a moment. If you have any questions or concerns about uh, purpose in life, please uh, give us a call at our customer support team. They're happy to help to uh, connect you with the right resources. We do have Keys for Living called Purpose in Life, pinpointing your priorities. And customer support is available anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. Their number 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. You can also email them at customer support at hopefortheheart.org. Ask any questions you have regarding topics and resources discussed in tonight's program. Again, that's customer support at hopefortheheart.org. Let's get to our caller for tonight, and we welcome back to the program, listening on KKLA in California. Here again is Kathleen. Well, hello, Kathleen. And do we have David with you? I do. Yes, I'm right oh. here, June. Nice to hear oh. your voice. Yes, good well, evening. It's good to, to talk with you again. Um, you know, sometimes life has unusual curves. Sometimes we don't even see it as a curve. Um, uh, we are taken aback. Uh, we're we're stunned that we have experienced something that uh, is unwanted, and you think, what, why? And you know, we we can come up with all these questions about why do I have to go through this, or what what do I do now? I I am gathering that because of the conversation that we've had as we've talked twice. Um, I, I hear that you are both wanting to move forward in light of your the precious um, son that you were raising. Um, not it's, it's a family member that you embraced this young man who committed suicide. You didn't expect it. I don't think. Was, did you have any idea? Okay. And he was so appreciative. He knew you had salvaged him. You knew, you knew he valued both of you. He was very expressive. And all, you know, and, and that's a precious gift he gave you, isn't it? 
Oh, every day. Mm-hmm. So, we've talked some about his life and the impact, uh, the, the precious impact that he's had on the two of you as you were investing, because you were investing tremendously in him, and you, and you, well, let, let me ask, what kind of questions, or what have, what have your thought patterns been? I, I want to hear, as you've had some distance, um, it, uh, at times, something like this can seem like yesterday, and then sometimes it can seem far away. But t- talk to me about Kathleen. What 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 has been going on in your mind since his suicide? And it was first, six years ago. Six years ago. Yeah, six, six, it'll be six years in January, and um, what you and um. Um, uh, what's the pastor's name? Andrew here? No, the, um, with her. Oh, yeah. Uh, Charles Stanley, I think? No, no, no. Wrong guy. So. No, your guy. I can see him. Jeffers. Je- Jeff. No, Jeff. Jeff, um, that you were just talking with about that hopelessness, that meaningless. Oh, yes. That, um, with Jeff yeah, Oliver? Yeah. Okay. Um, sorry, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I, uh, I, I, um, I totally was consumed with that for, I guess it was a, it was a long, long time. And what we did to stave off my, that, that all encompassing feeling of complete, just, I was so distraught. That's the only thing I could, I, everything was just, I couldn't even move. I couldn't even cry. Mm. So. David would would um, come home for lunch, and we watched the Golden Girls, hmm. so that we would laugh. Mm-hmm. You know, so he would get me to laugh every day. He'd get me to laugh, and then finally, I think it was like six weeks. He says, or "Was it that long, or was it even longer?" That he said to me, "I got to get you out of here. Get in the car." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was towards the end of February. Yeah. yeah, so it was it was a good six six weeks to two months. I had not moved, so. He said, get, just get in the car, just get in the car. Well, he gets on the freeway, then he gets on the 405, and we have no business out that way at all. And I couldn't mm. figure out where he was going. Mm. So I kept guessing. I was always wrong. And anyway, he finally he's going down these Beverly Hill residential street, and he pulls up in front of this house and says, what's that? It was the Golden Girl house where they shot it. Yeah. Oh, no. Just to make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, he that, always does that. He always does. He really gets me gets me laughing. So that's always good. But that, that's know, very I, clever, David. I'm really impressed. Um, <laughs> and um, he is clever. Yeah, I, I I wasn't. I mean, by the way, the writing of that program was so clever. Uh, I, even though I, I mean. I, 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 I saw it a, f- a number of times, but not regularly at all. But uh, the, again, the writing uh, was a stitch, as they say. Um, so, um, and, and you know, the the Bible is very clear. There's a time 
uh, to speak, a time to be silent, there's a, a time to mourn, a time to dance, to laugh. You, you, you see these, in, in the book of Ecclesiastes, by the way, um, it, the Bible is, is very clear that we, we go through, in our lives, we go through time frames. And we need to realize that there is a time to mourn. And it's right. And it's sad when there are people who do not recognize that there's a time frame. And um, this is in Ecclesiastes, the third chapter. There's a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant, a time to uproot. And it, it goes on, and I, I've, I've underlined parts of this in my Bible, and I'm going to suggest that you do this also. A time to weep and a time to laugh. That's what you just said. A time to mourn and a time to dance. And a time to embrace, a time to refrain. Meaning, meaning refrain from embracing. Um, mm -hmm. A time to be silent. I love that book. A time to speak. And, you know, I, I think the point is there are phases that we go through, so it's imperative that we not be stuck. There, there's not, It's not God's will that we be stuck in a permanent... Uh, To be stuck in the pain, to be stuck in a time frame where we're not um, embracing, okay, now is the time for me to heal. Uh, by the way, in verse uh, 11 of Ecclesiastes 3, he has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the hearts of men, yet they cannot fathom what God has done from beginning to end. And, and then in verse 14, I know that everything God does will endure forever. Nothing can be added to it and nothing taken away from it. God does it, so we as human beings will revere him. Whatever is has already been, and what will be has been before, and God will call the past to account. And so, you know, we, we look at verses in the Bible that want to give us perspective on living. And what we see is our God has a purpose for our lives and we need to be open to whatever his purpose would be. In, in light of the pain of the past. So I know you have been very clear, Kathleen, that and what you said even moments ago, 
I couldn't move. I couldn't cry. You know, it's like it was all-encompassing. But that was then. Yeah, that was then. This is now. I want you to repeat that. Uh, I want you to say that after me. That was then. That was then. This is now. And this is now. Say it again. That was then. This is now. Say it one more time. That was then. And this is now. And I want you to be so aware. It's not that you're not, but I want you to be so aware. There are people around you. Many people who will be stuck and they don't see any purpose in living because of a major loss in their lives or some distortion that they they don't know how to correct but there's nothing like a person who understands pain like the two of you do there's nothing we like. We have a friend. Mm-hmm. Go on. We you have, have a, a friend. Dear fr- we have a very dear friend from the grief shelter that just lost her husband, and I'm scared that that's going to happen to her. But our door is open, and she knows it. It's just she hasn't called on us yet. Are you there, Jim? Because you kind of faded on? away a second ago. Okay. Well, all right. Is that better? No, no. You're not. Right here, you're fine now. Okay. Good. Thank you. Well. Sometimes you need to pray, well, you need to always pray, but to pray is is my role to just reach out and to call and say, I just want you to know I care. I just want you to know I care. Because sometimes people feel nobody cares. Or nobody could understand my pain. And yet, while the truth is, uh, Kathleen, your husband, David, he's not gone from you, but you know what loss is like. And that's the point. We all experience loss at different times. But I'm wondering if this can be a part of your ministry and your purpose. Do you have a heart for people who are hurting and broken? You want to throw them a lifeline, but sometimes you just don't know how. Lifeline to Hope is a brand new, one-of-its-kind caregiver training designed just for you. Using video-based instruction from leading experts, Plus relevant case studies and interactive exercises, you can discover how to effectively provide support, encouragement, and spiritual care. The ultimate goal is to connect lives in crisis with a new or renewed life in Christ. This 10-week Lifeline to Hope program can train and deploy a small, effective group of caregivers in your church and community. Be the person in your church that brings together caregivers to become better equipped to meet the hurting. Discover more at lifelinetohope.org. Lifelinetohope.org.
If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies, on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org. to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We're a ministry of hope for the heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. We exist because of your ongoing prayers and continued support of this ministry. We thank you for that. If you'd like to get in touch with the program, just give us a call at 800-917-800-917, and we'll talk to you about possibly being on an upcoming Hope in the Night, hopefully, and uh, answer some questions you have, see what God's insight uh, what insight there would be on your situation. We'd love to help you with that. Again, 800-917. And if you have any questions about tonight's topic or any number of topics, there are over 100 keys for living that might help you address your situation. Give us a call at our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. Available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. Let me recommend to you the keys for living called Purpose in Life, Pinpointing Your Priorities. That number again, 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. Let's get back to our conversation now with Kathleen and David. Well, I think, David, that God is giving you a type of purpose where you're not going to let your wife wither. Um, you know, we've all seen plants, flowers that have withered. Right. Well, that that that's a plant. And we're not plants. We're people made by God for a plan his plan and his purpose and we can't help what others do when they at times choose wrong and we will have people around us who will choose wrong but we've got to say okay I I will not allow myself to just live purposelessly in fact I wrote a note the note was something I wanted to mention to you and for us to think about this for, and I'm not saying this should be your life verse, but this needs to be in your top 10. I love this scripture. It's Jeremiah 29, 11. And it's God speaking. He says, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future. 
that's got to be in your top five, not just top ten. Um, <laughs> and I think if this is, could be something that you would write out, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, just write out the verse. Again, it's God speaking. He sang, I know the plans I have for you. That means you won't know what the plans are. He is all-knowing. He is all-powerful. His purposes are right. Because in the, in the midst of wrong decisions that others make, we don't want to be a party to the wrong decisions. And I know that's not what you want. And yet, you it's like what you've described is you have at times felt paralyzed. Is that right, Kathleen? Mm-hmm. I'm getting much, 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 much better. In fact, I really had myself believing that I had pulled out completely, and I think I mentioned this, with doing yoga every day, and I was working, and... Um, Again, I have David, and we've got rituals like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday every weekend, which includes church, and um, I was happy. And then the virus slammed us all back down. I just happened to be, I honestly mm. believe, too fragile that it slammed me right back like the day that this happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it would be those, those times when I'd get run into an ambush. We talk about that a lot more now than we used to. Like yesterday, we were talking after David got home from work, and I picked up my phone just to see what time it was, and it was mm-hmm. seven twelve. Well, that was Seth's birthday, and every time he saw mm-hmm. seven twelve, he starts singing "Happy Birthday to Me" or "That's Me." You know, cute. Mm-hmm. You know, just mm-hmm. fun. But it seems like almost every day, one of us, either a.m. or p.m., look at the clock at seven twelve, and. You know, he, so he shares when when he gets ambushed like that now too. I think that's helping with not getting okay. so locked up with it. You know, what I think is going to be important is this: there are people who mean well, but the way they treat others who at the time are stuck, it's like snap out of it. It's like, you know, it's like it, it, what they're saying, it's like, I, I, I'm not there. They're not, uh, there, there is a time to mourn that is significant. Uh, but you, it's true, we are not to stay stuck, but it's, it's realizing that God does have a purpose in life. That doesn't mean you know completely what the purpose is. That means your purpose in life is unique to you. It's based on God's personalized plan for you. For you as a couple, for you individually, your purpose in life is that which gives you a reason for living. And the reason that reason is set forth by God why, why he put you here on earth. And it was incredible what you were doing. 
in the life of this teenager. And what is unfortunate, he was impulsive and did something that at the time uh, you, you had no idea that he would be impulsive as he was. Uh, I often quote that the, the brain does not fully develop until age 25 to 28. And so that's why many young people do commit suicide because they are not able to think as God would have them to think. Um, in other words, they, they, they're not holding on to God's truth, even though he was, he was uh, amazing in terms of the, the, I'm talking about the pain of his life by his birth mother and the bizarreness of what he had to experience, and yet you were his rescuers. Um, but, you know, you had no idea that he would implode. I'm calling it imploding. But he would not want you to live isolated, uh, to live as though there's no purpose in life. But what we uh, are, are clear about when we read the Bible, um, in Ephesians 1, verse 11 it says, in him, and that's Christ, we were, ch we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. I'm going to read that again. This, because you see these words like predestined. We see the word plan. We see purpose. God has a purpose. This is His will. Not His will will be for you. It says, in Him, in Christ, we were chosen, having been predestined. So God predestined. There is a plan for you. Having been predestined according to the plan of Him, and that's God who's speaking, uh, who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. So the key will be for you to be saying, God, I'm willing to step into your plan for me. I'm willing to look for your purpose for my life. Is that the desire of your heart, David? Yes, it is. Excellent. Kathleen, is that the desire of your heart? Yes, it is. I just never put it that well. So thank you. Well, well that's the, the Bible's putting it that way. That's Ephesians <laughs> one eleven. So when you think of, okay, for him to say, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future, that that plan will impact the lives of others. It will impact for both of you as a couple, but it's not just the two of you. God is purposeful, and He knows 
how to take what is negative and use it for his purpose. But it's for your purpose. In other words, his plan for you. Um, there's another passage that need to be in um, your top ten. And some people have read this scripture and uh, th- th- they have difficulty embracing it. It's Romans 8.28. Romans 8.28. Now, this is saying that God works all things together for good to those who have been called according to his purpose. Um, you, But see, some people get stuck here. It's, by the way, this is not saying that everything that happens is good. He will use the pain of your past purposefully. That is why, and you've already mentioned something earlier, Kathleen, you mentioned Grief Share. And that's a program that has been very significant to a lot of people. And some people go through this program several times, especially when there is a loss of a person who has had great meaning in life on meaning for the two of you, and that would be this son this young man that you were raising as a son and you were surrogate parents so I'm just wondering as we as we consider what could God's purpose be? I have a thought to, to pose to you, and um, actually, um, David, your your sister, and I talked about this. So she lives in Dallas, and she's a part of our ministry, Hope for the Heart. She's precious, pure-hearted. Thank you. She loves you dearly, both of you. And I'm going to pose something to you. I don't know if you've talked about it. June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart have an exciting new resource to encourage you and equip you to help others. It's called the Care and Counsel Library, and it's available at hopefortheheart.org ccl. The Care and Counsel Library has 50 topics in 10 volumes with clear answers from God's Word and practical solutions to real-life issues. It is the culmination of decades of ministry from the compassionate, relevant guidance of June Hunt. This library includes volumes such as Grief and Loss, Abuse and Trauma, Depression and Suicide, and more. These are excellent training tools for counselors, life coaches, or anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom to address the real issues of life. Learn more and get the Care and Counsel Library at hopefortheheart.org ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org ccl. 
As we each solve the puzzle that is our life, we often have questions we can't answer. Usually, they're little nagging questions, but sometimes they're larger. So large, in fact, the answer or even the question itself can have life-changing consequences. June Hunt believes the best answers to these tough questions come from God himself, and he's given us those answers in the Bible. For more than 20 years now, June has helped callers find these biblical answers and apply them to their lives. You can talk with June on her radio program, Hope in the Night, about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or another concern in your life. Call 800-NIGHT-17. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call now, 800-644-4817. Welcome back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver. We want to help you, and we want to help you help others. Our customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'll help guide you to God's hope through our resources. We're recommending tonight the keys for living called Purpose in Life, Pinpointing Your Priorities. And customer support is available again at 800-488-HOPE. 800-488-4673. If you would like to speak with June about a situation in your life that you're going through and you'd like some uh, practical insight on that and a uh, biblical perspective, give us a call at 800-917. And when you call, leave a detailed message. We'll just get back to you as soon as possible and talk to you about being on an upcoming Hope in the Night. That's 800-917-800-644-4817. Let me uh, mention to you as uh, as well another opportunity. If you have a question for June, but uh, maybe think it's uh, not a big enough question for the program, or you're not ready to be on the program, that's all right. We'd love to to, uh, get your question anyway, and uh, we can do that by email. Just send it to askjune at hopefortheheart.org. That's askjune at hopefortheheart.org. And if we choose your question to cover on a future broadcast of Hope of the Night, we'll be sending uh, resources to you that will help you as well as uh, answering your question on the air and then uh, sending you some helpful materials that will help you to uh, deal with the situation you're dealing you're uh, going through in your life. So give us that opportunity again that's ask june at hopefortheheart.org. Now back to our conversation tonight with Kathleen and David. Well, you know, I'm thinking about when you've described going to grief share. Am I correct that there were insights that you needed to hear? Yeah, and and not only that, it also gave us warnings, like how to deal with the sabotage that you feel at times. But being this far out, I you know, I was able to handle it and handle it and handle it. I just got weak in there, and the setback was so, so bad. But we okay. also, the people we met, and all the people that we were friendly with through, through homeschool and sports and um, all mm. the, the families, because his celebration of life was just filled with all these wonderful people. But that after that day, they never came back. Yeah. So the loss of all that group, it was nice to meet this group. 
Okay, this is a thought. Now, I'm going to, I've got several thoughts. One is, um, and what I, see, I hear that you're both receptive to wise counsel. And the Bible says in 1 Kings 22.5, first seek the counsel of the Lord. Basically, it's what has God said, because there will be comfort and individual purpose that you will find in the Word of God. First, seek the counsel of the Lord. Well, I am sensing that you have been open to that, and that actually this has been a part of the pathway that God has for for the two of you. Am I correct about that? Yes. Okay. Now, I want to tell you another passage that does deal with um, what God is going to use in our lives. Um, and it's it's based on how we need to be open to wise counsel, wise counsel from those who are experienced. Not 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 everybody uh, is a wise counselor who is even in counseling. I'm, I'm, in fact, I'm. I gonna understand completely. Say again. I said I understand that completely. Yeah. Well. Um, I never will forget, many years ago, a woman came up to me. She came to a Bible study I was leading in my home. And she said, and I didn't know her, it was, it was totally over. And uh, I mean, it was, a, it was a weekly Bible study I was doing at night in my home. And she said, I have a question for you. Do I really have to have an affair I said, why are you asking that question? Because I had a counselor who told me, because my husband had an affair, you need to have an affair, and that will rekindle his emotion for you. I said, well, it may rekindle his emotion, but it may not be like what you think it would be. I mean, that's terrible. That's not, that is unbiblical advice. So I'm, I'm just saying... Um, there are wise counselors and there are unwise counselors. But the reason I'm mentioning this is because the Bible says, Proverbs 15, 22, plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors they succeed. What I'm impressed with is you have several times gone through grief share. Is that, isn't that correct? That is. And that, that's a program. How long does that program last? 13 weeks. 13. And we've done okay. it three times. Yeah. Three times. Wow. So each time you've done it, you're at a different place, too. And you can hear different things, I'm sure. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Well, it was actually okay. almost, we almost piggybacked it because it was during that first year when things were so difficult and 
Mm. You know, Kathleen mentioned the Golden Girls, and neither one of us really had watched the show when it was aired in the 80s, but it was all you could do just to literally um, put one foot in front of the other. You know, the grief was so bad. Yes. Well, uh, um, I'm just going to mention that there are some extraordinarily wonderful counselors like we have at our ministry. Not you're in California, but in uh, at our ministry we have something uh, an, an entity called Hope Works. We have basically like 15 counselors, and they've been carefully vetted. They are all biblical. They are all purposeful, and. I think for you to pray, but see this way, it's it would be individual for either the two of you, or unless you wanted to be one, uh, like, like that, you would go to individually, Kathleen. Um, but the point is, sometimes an excellent counselor can help um, help you think through the stumbling blocks. Or, and but you, you've you've received good counsel from Grief Share, but I want you to be open where we could find the right kind of counselor, um, and the Lord would lead you to be prayerful about that. But the point is, um, the Bible speaks of. In fact, the, it's interesting. Jesus is called. Uh, the wonderful counselor that's uh, in Isaiah 9 verse 6 but what we see is we are and I'll tell you what I'm actually thinking as you if you more and more say I'm willing to get counsel wise counsel it can be that along the way both of you individually could become wise counselors, not professionally, but there's nothing like being able to talk with someone and to understand how to help others uh, in a with a plan that God would personalize for you, for the two of you through wise counseling. Are you open to that? Annie, sorry, we're puppy time. Um, I don't know. What do you think, David? Yeah, I think that we would be. I think it would be that we would pray for God leading you to, uh, and we, we, we know entities that could be of help to help you find the right type. And by the way, it would be literally praying that God would personally guide the two of you and and so I'll I'll send you in fact our, our material on counseling our we call them biblical counseling keys because I think he will use you see most counseling you, did you know that the most effective counseling um it's it's not necessarily the professional it's where God has used a person like the you both individually, uh, where you can identify uh, 
and you can literally share what you were led by God to do. That way you have credibility and you have based on a relationship that you have with people in your life. This can be family, it can be friends, it can be people that you barely know. But if God puts that person in your life, um, but you you know you you will want to have wisdom. Now there's another thing that um, if you want if you wanted to to consider we we have something at our ministry. Um, it, it had to do with literally uh, having a an entity that helps other people with count, to, to, to receive counsel. And there are some people who start a foundation. A foundation meaning money can be invested, money can be raised for suicide prevention. There are many, many who are strugglers and they need help if they can know oh here is and it could use the first name your son's first name um, the Sith um, I mean using that part of for suicide prevention have you thought of anything like that? Have you discussed anything like that with anyone? David? Actually, no, we used the grief share, but we didn't discuss at the time or after if it would mm -hmm. be something we've been wanting to help them with. What we have done about listening to God is right after our last call, we were talking about the guilt. The next two yes. days, the, the, the readings that that we were doing on the, in the Bible, both were overcoming guilt and understanding guilt. So the light is going on about our prayers and asking God and things show up. Okay, okay. Well, um, David, you think that this, we should investigate this a little bit more? Of something that would be targeted to help those who are struggling suicide prevention, something like that. Is that worth uh, considering? Yeah, I think we, we would certainly need to be, you know, not like run, doing, doing something like this cold turkey, maybe some kind no. of training program. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. That's exactly what I think. We will send our keys for living called Counseling, providing biblical hope with practical help. We'll send that out to tonight's callers, and we do that free of charge. That's because of your generous support of this ministry. If you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash donate, and we thank you for that. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and recent programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also find our programs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope. <laughs>